What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Elite Fantasy Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Dennis. You can follow me at Fantasy Matt EFN. Joined together, as usual, with my good friend and fantasy degenerate, Pat Wendelkin. You can follow him at CityStars136. What is up, dude? We're back. Way too long, but we finally yeah. made it again. Yeah, a little bit of a hiatus, man. Um, we definitely uh, took a little bit of a break with the uh, with the holiday season, and then you know it's been a little bit harder to get back in the groove since it's the off season. But uh, we're, we're trying to make it uh, a little yes, bit better, sir. so we'll, we'll do better. That's our that's our New Year's resolution, man, to do better and to be more consistent. So figure uh, New Year, why not talk about a little bit of a recap, man, and how the season went, man. Uh, how how was your holidays first and foremost? Great, thank you for asking. You know, always spend time with the family. Holly's always good. Work's been booming, so you know, comes you know, everyone knows their responsibilities, and you know, we'll be responsible to these guys and our audience too. So I apologize yes, for that also. So it's a little bit of everything, but yeah, thankful everyone's good, healthy, and uh, gonna look forward to a new year and continue to do twenty four season of fantasy already started. Right? Oh yeah, hell yeah. It'll be Pat and Matt, and uh, we'll be bringing on, you know, some uh, some guests from here from time to time. We had on last, uh, I think it was last episode or maybe a couple episodes ago, we had on James uh, Jiggity Jemez, if anybody knows him, within the sleeper space. Uh, so he was on, you know, we're talking about how do we uh, bring on some more guests, kind of look at fantasy a little bit differently, Dynasty. We'll talk a lot about Dynasty during the offseason. It's going to be rookie drafts and kind of uh, rookie prospects, talking about who we're kind of excited about. Uh, we'll do a you know podcast. Uh, James, when he was on, we talked about doing a theory podcast on drafting theory for a startup. Like how do people dynasty? What's different ways that people can look at dynasty and and trades and evaluation and kind of just more on the theory behind uh, behind fantasy football. Besides it just being pick this player and this player is awesome. It's like well, how do you you know how do you draft? How do you set yourself up? Do you go young? Do you trade everything down? Like you know do you go uh, sell everything off initially and try to go for a you know get a load of draft picks for the next couple of years. And we'll get into all that theory. Uh, James, I think I'm a good partner for that to kind of bring on. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, interesting thoughts. We already kind of had a couple with him. Um, so yeah, we'll yes, do, we'll, we'll kind of look at things differently, but definitely during the off season, it'll be a lot more uh, dynasty focused. So it'll be a lot more, you know, prepping for rookies coming in. Where do we see them? Not only in dynasty, obviously redraft, but uh, just in general, you know, we figured uh give an opportunity to kind of hit reset and uh, to change things up a little bit. So uh yeah, and with that, close out 2023, man. So how did you end up doing? Not that great this year, <laughs> to be honest with you. A lot of things slowly just deteriorated with injuries and bad luck. That's the best way to describe it, bro. So um, I made playoffs in all my leagues, so I was I was super happy with that. Uh, I didn't place. Um, I was falling short in all the things. As you know, I, I'll steal a little of your thunder. You 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 stole the one chip. You got it. You know, me and you were yes, battling sir. out in our one division. I'm very happy for you, bro. You know, still part of the team. You got the dub. Um, dude, injuries and a lot of inconsistency for me and a lot of my stuff. But it's okay, man. You know, yeah. listen, listen, it's a live learn experience, bro. And uh, we're not all perfect, but hey, at least I can tell you this: the people I drafted for made the playoffs. I made the playoffs in all my leagues, so I'm super happy about that, bro. That's that's half the battle. Well, dude, I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, at the end of the day, like everybody can say that they're phenomenal at, at dynasty or fantasy football or whatever. I mean, the, there's a large share of luck that goes into that. I mean, it goes from injuries. It goes from people peaking at the wrong time or right time, however you want to look at it, or flopping in their face at the wrong time. I mean, similar to you, I made quite a bit of my playoffs. 
um, over half, I think. Um, second yeah. round of the playoffs was over actually over half in second rounds of playoffs in the, in the semis. And then from there, literally out of the 11 semifinals that I was in, I only made three finals and then only won one. So it's like the last two weeks is like the worst two weeks of the season for all of my leagues. It wasn't just like specific to one. Um, it was like all the teams I either was playing against somebody who blew up or I, my guys just didn't do shit. And they just kind of all sat there and did, did nothing. So <laughs> what can you do? I mean, that's part of life. Oh, man. Man. That's part of dynasty. You know, it's like or fantasy football. It's uh, it does yeah, have a lot all, to do with it's luck. The yeah. luck, I mean, look, Amari Cooper knocked out four of my friends that I know in all these leagues. Just off of that one crazy game, he went off with like 50, 60 points that one game. I mean, oh, like, yeah. what's the yep. odds of that I happening? played against him in one, like, in a couple, I think, actually, too. So, yeah, I mean, it's like that's the shit you can't see coming, you know, but it is what it is. It's, you know, and then you've got Diggs and other players who we'll talk about here in a little bit that can really like just shit the bed towards the end of the season and just disappeared. So, uh, yeah. 100%. So anyways, I mean, we kind of last time we were on, you know, I, I think we, we tend to have a little bit of structure, you know, but uh, definitely want to keep it a little more free flowing. So I had a couple of thoughts and, and conversations to kind of get started um, and then felt like we could just riff back and forth and see where it goes from there and just have like uh, two dudes talking and, and figuring out, you know, thoughts on the season and, and what what transpired and like what worked and what didn't. So the one thing that I kind of want to throw out first is like, what who, or who, not what? Who was like uh, one, one or a couple of your biggest surprises in, in the season? I've got a couple, and you know I'm sure that there's a few that you've got. Uh, so I'll throw it to you first, Pat, man. Like, who, who um, are you uh, top of mind? Put it that way. So top off the head, I want to go with James Cook because I had him in two of my leagues, and yeah. he ended up being stellar because I ended up having another guy named Austin Eckler who absolutely did nothing with injury. And then when he came back, still did nothing. So, and we'll you know, talk about him guy in a little first bit. round. Exactly. We'll talk about, a yeah, you go bit. from He'll a first round there. guy and then you go to a guy that I picked in what the fifth or sixth round. And it just like outperformed literally nonstop crazy. to even today when he's in the playoffs, as we speak, you know what I mean? Continuing on. Yeah. I didn't, um, obviously the game's over right now. So we're recording on Monday evening. Uh, we have the bills playoff game is already over. Uh, the second playoff game, which is going to be great. Tampa Bay and the Eagles is about to kick off here. or ha- Actually, it has already kicked off. Sorry. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, to your point, you, you know, like that was a knock on James Cook coming out of college. Like he's obviously Dalvin Cook's younger brother, but smaller. He's a smaller back. Like was, was he going to be able to handle the workload? And then when he went to Buffalo, you know, the thought was like, are they going to rely on him, you know, as a smaller back in that type of offense when they don't really run a lot? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they spent a lot of time passing. I mean, is up until the season has been Josh Allen show, you know, even when they've had decent, you know, not great running backs, but they've had decent running backs. They just don't run it. And if they do, it was usually Josh, Josh Allen taking the, the rock. Right. So, oh, dude, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Really what you said, like you nailed it right there. Boom. Like, well, I, it, I, I don't know, man. It, it all Go shifted ahead, when good. they fired the offensive coordinator. I mean, if, if you look at it, like that was like, yes. that's when everything changed. And like, like Josh Allen had no problem taking a back seat. To James, uh, to James Cook, and you know it, it obviously like worked better than it did at the beginning of the season, you know, because they weren't they're struggling, and they, up until middle of the season they still weren't doing great. But obviously that whole formula is starting to, to work, and it's you know hopefully will allow Josh Allen uh, to not have as many injuries, you know, not get banged up as much, and be able to like be stronger at the end of the season versus getting more not worn down by the time he gets to the to the, to the um you know Eastern Conference Finals. So uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, that's, I mean, that's a big deal, man. And, and I'm glad, you know, it worked out the better, better than that. I mean, hey, I could have maybe won my championship, could have given me the extra buy. Who knows, you know, if they would let Cook cook. But, uh, you yeah. know, next year, you know, he'll yeah, definitely yeah. be on people's radars higher now than, you know, 
he's ranked what I think you said number eleven looks like. So yeah, so for the season I mean, you in know, PPR, full PPR is ranked eleventh running back in PPR. So he is a number one running back. Which is so I'm gonna give you a nice little pre you know, a little like interlude or prelude or whatever you want to say. You have someone on this list, and like I said, you know, the Eagles in Tampa are currently playing. Tampa is currently winning ten zero in the first. Yeah. And you're and this gentleman already has hundred and five yards passing. Yeah, I'm not even I don't have the stats. With a up, touchdown. Yes, our, our so I ha- I have a, I have it on for you. He's five for ten with one oh five and one touchdown, and I'll let you take the rest on that. And you know who yeah. that is. Baker fucking Mayfield, man. I mean, this this dude who's been, you know, number one draft pick, fizzled out, obviously in Cleveland, you know, was, was the thing, and then also wasn't the thing, and then bounced around from team to team. Um, I think, what, one year he was on three different teams two years ago, and then he went to Tampa Bay. And, you know, I don't think anybody who's in Carolina last year, I mean, it was like then Tampa Bay this year, they signed him as a, as a free agent. Um, I don't think anybody saw this coming, you know. I don't know if it's was he skiing. in LA at one point in time. He was in LA. No, at one, was yes, yep, yep. He was yeah, no right. the same season. So he went from he went from Cleveland, I believe. Uh, he went from Cleveland, I believe, to LA, and then I believe he went from LA. They let him go again, and then he went directly to Carolina. Like literally one season, he went on three different teams because like he just kept. Getting yeah, that's cut. what I kind of thought. Yep. Um, and I don't know. If, I'm pretty sure that that's the order he was in, but yeah, I mean, he was on definitely was on LA Rams. Um, and and here he is. He's finding a name for himself. I mean, he he could knock out you know the the. Uh, the what was the uh, would be wannabe champs, you know, Philadelphia Eagles, and if that happens, I mean, that whole entire organization, like, who knows what's, what's going to come of that? I mean, the Eagles have been looking like shit over the past three or four weeks. I mean, there's been, you know, I'm sure we've all read about it. There's a lot of infighting within the locker room. There's a lot of finger pointing. Uh, he's definitely losing that that team uh, as far as like coach and like the organization. And it's you know, you got that much talent. And they're just like pissing it away. They're, they're losing to teams that they should not lose against. I mean, it makes no sense whatsoever. And they're coming to the playoffs at the worst time on a downswing. You know, you never want to come into the playoffs, the Eagles, that is, coming in on a downswing. And, you know, they've got Tampa Bay, who's coming on an upswing. They had a win to get in and, and, you know, make the position that they're in. So they did that. You know, Baker's looking like what people thought that they were drafting when they drafted Baker, you know, number one overall pick. Obviously, he's not that high of a prospect right now. But right now, as he sits... At the end of the fantasy season in 2023, he was a number 10 quarterback. So number 10. So that's, a, you know, no, you didn't mishear that. Number 10 for Baker Mayfield. He is a top uh, QB1 within uh, all of fantasy football for the season of 2023, which I think is insane. Obviously, he's got talented wide receivers. Godwin, he, you know, he's got Mike Evans, who Mike Evans balls out like he always does. Uh, but a lot of it's on him, man. Just like throwing the rock, man. And apparently, I was just reading before we jumped on, uh, there's something I need to spend talking about, you know, like how he won over the locker room. Like it's, it's his locker room, you know, it's not even like, Hey, they're just dealing with Baker. Like they love Baker Mayfield in Tampa Bay. So yes. it'd be interesting to see where they go from here. I mean, they're not going to get rid of him anytime soon. If he wins this playoff game. No, definitely not. There's no need to change. No. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Todd, and Todd Bowles keeps his job too on the, on the second head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You know, there's another quarterback too that, I mean, and I think everybody in the fantasy space, that was going to do good. Could be a QB one. Like, you know, hey, could use him as a starter. But again, nobody would think he was a quarterback number six, you know, in fantasy. I mean, that's Brock fucking Rocket Purdy, dude. Like, holy shit. This dude is just bombing. He has no fear whatsoever. Uh, he just throws the rock all over the field. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's a system quarterback. Doesn't fucking matter, dude. He's the number six quarterback in all of fantasy right now. Who cares if he's a system quarterback? It's obviously a system that's working. He's, he's working really well in it. 
Uh, there's a stretch of two or three games where he started to kind of crack the bed, and everybody's like, oh, that's the real Brock Purdy. Please stand up. Uh, but, I mean, hell, you know, it looks like th- this is who he is, and, you know, it looks like he's going to continue at least in the next year. And I had – dude, I had a whole bunch of shares of it at the beginning of the season and would have easily sold them for a, a second-round rookie pick. And there now, you go. no way in hell, dude. No way in hell. First-round rookie pick minimum for that guy, dude. So yeah, not at like, all, bro. Yeah, I had him in, I think, four or five leagues, dude. It's kind of crazy. And nobody wanted to take me up on the offer. Everybody's like, oh, third round pick. And I was like, no, dude. Like, it's second or forget it. I'll just hold on to him, see where he goes. Well worth the hold. Hell yeah. I mean, obviously, it works in a good system. You know, good system, great wide receivers. You know, interesting to see if they can actually win a championship with Brock Purdy. Can you imagine that? Mr. Irrelevant. Bro. Going from Mr. Irrelevant and literally, what, what two years later? You'd win in, and yeah, he hasn't yet, mind you, but if they were to win this year, two years later, he is literally wins the Super Bowl, second year as a Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the NFL draft. And it's crazy say. because last year he got hurt. If he didn't get hurt, we don't his even elbow. know. Yeah, his elbow. That's what he I'm saying. In, like, think yeah. about it. Like, where no, would he have been? That's fair. You know what I mean? too. Like, like, we don't even know what they he could have won the Super Bowl last achieved. year. Theoretically. Don't even know. I yeah. mean, Dude, and then they had Trey Lance on that team too. Like, where the hell is Trey Lance now? I mean, it's like third string quarterback. Long the, gone. Like, Dallas Cowboys. They're gonna be. They'll probably cut him this off season. Because they're, they're gonna, gonna cut the whole, whole team. entire team. <laughs> oh, the whole team, dude. We're talking, dude. Oh my god, talk about a game. Like, yeah, that Cowboy. I mean, and and this is where I'm gonna bring up where I my. Pick All right, let's talk about was, biggest surprise. All right, keep going. Yeah, my surprise. I'll keep in the quarterback theme was uh Jordan Love, man. I know he had a slow start. You know, he has to get acclimated. A lot of, lot of stuff going in. Rodgers, comparison. You know, there's a lot on that. You know, his shoulder. And it's a young team, dude. That's a lot. Oh, it's a I think it's one of the youngest so I think it's the youngest league, team right? in the NFL. That's the youngest team in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, going into that. And then, dude, look at him. I mean, the last, like, six games, seven games, he has been nothing but stellar. And then last night, we watched him defeat the Cowboys and absolutely Torched. destroyed that defense he that was so good. Dan so, Quinn's defense. Like number, yeah. And Dan, dude, Dan didn't even Dan make Quinn it look like is, anything. He's up for like, you know, the, the talk on him is he's going to get a coaching, you know, offer, you know, after this year. And it's like, after that performance, it's like, you wonder how many teams are going to be like, whoa, hold on a second. You just got destroyed. Yeah. Like destroyed on national television yeah, in a playoff game thing. at home. Correct. And they were, they wanted home because they were doing so well at home. And then, you know, Dude, Love picked apart that defense. He threw it across the field at will. Wide open people randomly. Oh, it was like, literally insane, bro. It was dude, half, insane. Half the time, like I said, I'm I'm a full, we'll own this. I'm a Chicago Bears. Yes, you can all fucking laugh. I'm a Chicago Bears fan. Always, you know, have been, always will be. That's fine. We'll see where they go. But, you know, I live in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee. And, man, watching that game, I'm like, motherfucking, that guy, that team, can't do anything wrong with quarterback. Like, literally. Literally, I was hoping... I mean, I don't wish ill, Ill will. So, anybody that's listening that loves the Packers, I apologize you're going to hear this, but you're going to hear it because I'm a Bears fan. I was hoping at least for one season they would have a quarterback that, like, you know what? Maybe he's not the one. Let's see. Maybe we need to draft somebody. And it looked... At the very beginning, it looked like that, right? He beat the Bears. Yes. Pum, pum, pummeled the Bears at the very beginning of the season, week one. But even then, it was like his throws were off. He like if you'd watch him the beginning of the season, like he was missing people high, missing people low, people wide open, would miss him by like two yeah, yards. All over the place. He was yep. all over the fucking place. Short, left, right, up, down. Like there was no rhyme or reason to like describe like why he was missing. 
And then something clicked. And that dude is just like nailing dimes, dropping dimes. He also, to your point, has wide receivers that unexplicably in a playoff game are running wide the fuck open with like nobody within 10 yards of them. And you're like, what the the dude is just running on the field by himself. Like, Hey, I'm right here. <laughs> Can you throw me the ball? And, and think about it. These are people. Not to take it away from him. He's a good, like, he's a good Nobody knows. I know, take away from they him, don't even but... know the receivers' names, bro. These are like not even big household names that people no, know, like dude. top, like Dobbs and, and Watson and, and the Reed. other cat. Like, dude, it was just random. Reed, I'm like, bro, I'm like, like even in in the like the the tight ends, like everyone got involved, bro. Like it was insane. You know, Aaron Jones on fire, bro, just running it down their throat. It was it was insane. Oh, so anyway, dude, get off Aaron topic. Jones looked like what everybody thought he was gonna look the whole entire year. Like and also yeah, he shows up in the playoffs. One. Like, but he he always destroys the Dallas Cowboys. You want to know? It's funny. So, and we're just gonna riff it. We'll just keep going on whatever topic we got yeah. to talk. Um, what's ironic is like they had Aaron Rodgers for 15 years. Aaron kept complaining that they weren't drafting any talent within the first like round or two, right? Then yep. last year they draft two tight ends and two wide receivers that basically contributed this whole entire year. Jalen Reed was one of them. Uh, that the two tight ends, um, and then they had the other wide receiver that started to show up towards the end of the season. But I'm like, I'm sure like Aaron Rodgers is like, where the fuck was all that help when I when I was the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers and I was True. asking for something, and he guys to give me shit, and I give it all to this to this basically he's not a rookie, but I mean it's his first year starting, uh, and yep. starter of the the Packers. I mean you basically give it to him for like nothing, so. I'm sure. I'm hey sure. man, he took the opportunity and he, you oh, know, he ran with him, man. And I can't be happier. Guy, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm living in Wisconsin, so I can't be happier for my friends. I mean, they diehard Packers fans. Uh, yeah, but it's just like you know, I just want one for my team. That's all that I ask. One for my team, please. It's coming. Don't worry, bro. Yeah, I hope. Man. Who else? Hope. Who else? Who's on your? Who's next in your magical list? You think, Matt? Uh, I mean, there's one that I got to hit just because I got shit for it during a trade at the very beginning of the season. I've talked about him quite a bit. So we need to hammer this yep. home, but I'm gonna hammer it home. DJ motherfucking more. Send it. DJ hey. fucking more. I got receipts, man. I got receipts, and the receipts were earlier that I made a dog shit trade to tr- to trade in away. the podcast. That is in you the can podcast. Definitely go back. You for can look. Sure. Look at that. You have to look. You have to look and listen. It started out nice, and then it came down heated. Uh, I traded away Jalen Waddle, and in return got DJ Moore, a first round pick in 2025, and a third round pick this year. DJ Moore is the number six wide receiver in full PPR this season. Number six, top six. And I got him plus a first round pick next year and a third round pick for giving away Jalen Waddle. Uh, and last I looked, Jalen Waddle was in his 20s, if not the 30s. I know he, he was out a couple of games towards the end. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that's a pretty good, you know, I don't think, by the way, I'll be lying if I said that after I made that trade, Oh, so uh, Jalen Waddle's wide receiver at 34 for the year in full okay. PPR. So, yeah. So I, I never expected, you know, DJ Moore to be wide receiver six. But what I what I saw in that trade was an opportunity to take a number one elite wide receiver who coming out of college was was a top prospect. He was the number one wide receiver that was drafted that year that he came out. Um, okay. He was always in yep. a system in Carolina where horrible quarterback play, quarterbacks were flipping from one to another, Bad to worse, worse to bad, bad to worse, whatever you're going to call it. Coaching, everything down there. Everything. <laughs> Talent was there. And then they, and then also the system down there where they also had, uh, you know, somebody who knew how to run the rock. So they didn't, let's just say, they didn't 
take the opportunity to necessarily utilize the passing game a lot. Right. So, um, yeah, dude, I mean, I, I, I was hoping maybe, you know, with, with, uh, fields that maybe DJ could, could become, you know, maybe a wide receiver, 15 wide receiver, 12. I looked at his more as I was getting digital assets. Actually. I, I looked right. at his eyes as getting rid of Waddle and I got DJ Moore, who I thought could be equal to is kind of what I was hoping. If not, maybe a little bit less, but then I got a first round pick and a third round pick, but ended up getting DJ Moore as wide receiver six. And if Caleb Williams goes there next year, guess who he's throwing to? Guess who's his number one? DJ Moore. So like, of course. Yeah. 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 He's, he's stuck there now with a, with a solid top. Exactly. 10 which wide out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I got lucky on it, but I'll take the luck. Sometimes, like we said at the very beginning, man, you know, fantasy football is all of luck. You know, you can think you know it, you can analyze the shit out of everything, give prospects that come in. Trevor Lawrence is one of them. Can't miss. All of a sudden, look at Trevor Lawrence. He's looking like a mid-tier quarterback, if that. You know what I mean? It's like he's looking yeah. like a quarterback 12 or quarterback 16, 17. Like, he's not looking like a franchise-leading uh, quarterback. Uh, could change. Could always change. But, you know, that's kind of – Nah, I understand. All right, Dude, you got it. Great. Who, that was who, who, who else you got, man? Who else you got? Let's keep it going. So, I I put him in a different category, but whatever. I don't, I can use him again. I, I like Puka, bro. I I like it. I know he's an obvious one, but breaking records as a rookie. I mean, you know, on a on nobody a rebuilding that. That Rams. Should be, that should be the biggest surprise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, rebuilding team didn't expect them to even make the playoffs. Made the playoffs. Yeah, they lost yesterday in the Lions, but whatever. I mean. Dude, it was he was exciting to watch. He made Cooper Cup like an old man oh on the field, dude. It was like a whole it was like apple black and white. Did you also see them on the touchdown? They tried to like he went in between, like he, he basically was outrunning one defender, another one was coming to, to basically tackle him. And he kind of just like sidestepped the guy and the guy just went flying past him. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, they dude, can't even hit him. Even when they're even when they're trying to hit him at the one, they can't even hit him. The guy no. just like was like just moved and he, the guy went right past him, went out of bounds. And I was like, holy shit, man, he, his his catches are insane in the air too. If you really like his highlights, he broke are he broke a record. Even yesterday had a couple. Yeah, he, didn't he break a record too last uh, last night on like uh, most receiving yards in a in a game too for uh, I think it's for rookie most receiving yards in, in a playoff game. Yeah, dude. He's, yeah, he he's... did that. He did the rookie record he had. So that's my like you know if we're gonna put the icing on the cake, well, of the course. Top, I mean, Puka's definitely the biggest surprise ever no one even knew who this man was this year and then boom i mean you know there was, I mean? was there was like... talks i will say there was talks at the beginning that like his name was out there in the in dynasty space at least about like hey yeah but not camp. but not this yeah no i mean that's nobody nobody would have expected it to this this degree. level I mean, nobody would yeah. nobody said it's in caesar shroud i mean it, that's a, that's not like correct nobody could put on the crystal ball and said somebody might have said hey i think cj is gonna be a better quarterback than bryce young like nobody expected him to break yeah. the records and do what he did. I mean, correct. You'd have to be a savant. I mean, to do all that. Um, but the, I was, a I was bold prediction. <laughs> well, that is a bold prediction. I was listening to something, so you got to figure out who the bold prediction rookies next year will be. How about that? Um, That's a good one. One thing that I was listening to, I think it was actually during the during the feed last night. They're basically saying that they thought he had something in him as a fifth round pick, but apparently. They were saying like when he threw on his pads, it was like evident in like the first like couple of like practices, like, oh shit. Like they couldn't even tackle him. Like they're like they couldn't even get him on the ground. And they're like, there's something crazy about this kid. Like he's like that whatever he's got is is he's not huge, but I just feel like 
all the reports are like that he's just as hard to tackle for whatever reason. Like he moves so much and like he is a b- little bit bigger of a guy, not a huge guy. He's not Debo, you know, but it's just like one of those guys that just like is hard to bring down. And that was one thing that like he came up during their uh, the rookie camp. And then also then when they got into um, the mini camps and started like open up the preseason was just like this dude's got something. There's something there with this guy. Dude, you're right. I mean, it's just how it, it's crazy how. Like you said, like you can see things forming, but then like when it actually takes flight, it's just like wow. You know, you sit back and just be like, "That's it's freaking awesome," you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, love it, man. Crazy dude. Let's hope we have another year like this. I mean, it was like th- that's where you know quarterbacks were. Were I mean, we're gonna get disappointments here in a second, which we'll we'll flip to. You know, but there was a lot of quarterbacks that were disappointments this year. I mean, I feel like it's like one of those seasons where it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm in a, about to do a couple of startups. Uh, for dynasty and it'd be interesting to see like what quarterbacks jump to the front which ones fall back a little bit do people value different positions higher um yeah because i mean okay you know, I, I do have one more before we we one more surprise like, a good surprise surprise good surprise, All right. good surprise. and I, I mean i i don't know if it's really a surprise but i do notice i bro dak did really good i no, noticed he, the yeah. cowboys no that's a shit great the bed dude he did for not had a phenomenal fucking year he really, bro. I I know everyone rips the guy, but yo, he was producing every freaking week. Yeah, I, no, mean, I mean him and Lamb locked locked like locked on all year. Well, Lamb became the number one wide receiver too. I mean, he fucking had a monster year. I mean, um, everybody threw to him. Dad, yeah, I mean, everybody everybody like, projected Lamb on. to be top three, but like nobody projected him to be as high and as good as he is. But yeah, I mean, that's a great call. Yeah. I mean, people expected Dak to be like a middle, you know, like a maybe a bottom. QB one, maybe high QB two, fucking destroyed that. Yes, completely destroyed. Wait, destroyed that, man. But uh nah, man, let's, I had to, I had to throw it out there. No, nah, no, nah, it's good, man. Like I said, riff, dude. I mean, this, I think, this is the best way to do it. You know, it's, it's gonna be off season, man. We're gonna have a lot of pods. We're just gonna jump on and just sit here and talk for twenty five minutes, forty five minutes, and and just kind of like for talk sure. ball and talk players and who we're excited about. So I mean, it doesn't and uh, you could definitely structure. any startup, Matt. Throw me in. I want. I want a little extra, bro. Well, I'm in two. Brand so I'm in one. Startup. I'm in one with McNutted right now. Uh, we're trying to fill it up for IDP, some crazy IDP, and they've got their scoring is going to make basically defensive players like the most important. So, uh, so I'm in. No, I want cl- No, no defense. I want a classic like how we have it in elite. Bro. I like that format. How you have it? Yeah, like, I'll, that's my I'll favorite. Watch, like, best I'll way you got one. it. I'll watch for one uh we'll do one and have it be like really easy even if i start up another one we could do another elite nation podcast and just bring like could be version two or something that way we can kind of like open cool up a couple that. more a couple more avenues for us to get the the word out there so uh we'll, we'll look at it like Let's as we get it. closer to maybe like march february or march we'll kick one off unless unless you get like the itch earlier because i feel like it's a downtime yeah. where people like that's another zone I didn't pod. It was like it had been such a long year of fantasy football and like a lot of leagues that I'm in. I'm not used to this many leagues too. I think I would just like all of us just need to pull the plug out for a little while and recharge and get back into you it. You get so, burnt out a little bit. Oh, dude, you do. especially that it ended for both of us where it's like we're all excited. We're like we're like jazzing because we made the playoffs and like in most of our leagues and you for all of your leagues. And then yep. the rug gets pulled out from under you and you're like, oh, that sucked. <laughs> and you're just like, there goes that. Yeah. I- I was like, nope. I pushed all my apps to the back of the phone. I said, that's it. See you next year, buddy. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, number one letdown for you is? 
Oh, there, there's no question. We, I mean, you're gonna take another. There's a couple, but I'll go. They're on the same team, but I'll do one. I'll do the one. Travis Kelsey, man. I mean, mainly I don't really. I think I have him in like two dynasty leagues, so it's not even like like in that sense. I drafted in the most important league on pick, not most important league because I I love I love all mines, but man, Scottish Bowl. Got in there for the first okay. time this year. Wanted to do make make a ripple effect. The way that it was geared up was like tight end is like the way to go. So in all the other drafts that I'd seen, I'd watched some live ones, YouTube, whatever. And he's going to pick one or pick two. I had pick four, so I felt like I was jealous. I was like, no way, he's still there. Pick four. I'm like, I've already won the draft. I, like, I'm going to fucking crush it. Scottfish Bowl trophy, here I come. And then he fell on his face and was injured at the beginning of the yep. season, came back, had a couple of good games. Then, you know. Then he apparently is dating somebody who's really important and I think might have tampered him or taken away a little bit of the tension away from him. Taylor, I mean. Watch it. Watch, watch it. Taylor's watch amazing. It come for you, Matt. I'm Taylor's amazing. You, so I'm just you. saying, I'm just saying, I probably would have done the same thing, to be honest with you. I mean, you got to put priorities over priorities, man. I mean, he's got he's got Taylor Swift. So uh, we'll see, though. I mean, honestly, like, there's a lot of talk at the end of the, at the, end of the year about whether or not he's even going to come back next year, too. Um, and I was. I mean, he that- didn't break his. He didn't break the thousand yards this year either. By the way, no, he that sat was huge. out. Yeah, he sat out. He yep. could have. It was last game, but he chose to sit out with Patrick Mahomes and and not risk injury, because uh, they want to go for another title. So, he, he, here's my thing. Like, he's already said he's coming back. He doesn't want to retire. He said that on his podcast with his brother. Um, I could see if they win this this championship. I could see him retiring. Honestly, I could see him taking some time and maybe retiring. Um. If he comes back, man, I, I who knows where? I mean, it's just gonna be interesting to see like Travis Kelsey not being the number one drafted tight end next season, regardless of dynasty redraft, whatever. I mean, you've got a lot of rookie. You got a couple of rookies who Trey McBride who did really well. Um, you know, you've obviously got Laporta who again looked amazing for Detroit. I mean, oh yeah, hell, they had Hawkinson for this many years and they didn't take advantage of him. They get rid of Hawkinson, they draft a rookie, and all of a sudden he's like the next coming. Travis Kelsey, as far as fantasy football goes, and it's just like kind of crazy. Um, oh yeah, dude, I I love that. That's a good one. Perfect. Yeah, he's in the list too for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Tra- Travis Kelsey would be the one bad one. The other one is Patrick Mahomes. I only have him in two leagues, um, but I mean, we just didn't we just didn't see it coming. He just looked he looked off. I know he has no playmakers outside of Travis Kelsey, and Travis wasn't doing good as we as we spoke to. Rashi Rice picked up at the end of the year. Um, they really need to do something to kind of like kick this team into second gear. I mean, I know they got the buy, or no, they won, they won, but I know they went on to the next, the next round. But um, it's like the team doesn't look like what it used to. The defense is good, but not great. Offense has not looked good at all over the course of the year. Very inconsistent. So, uh, yeah, he is big letdown. So those are those are kind of the the two yeah, top of mine that I have at least, and they go they go hand in hand. Oh They're man. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the same team, and that's like, you know, both of them, you know. Yeah, who do you got? So man? anybody you got? I know, I know. Gonna, you kind of already spoke about him a minute ago, and I, we hinted at it. Yeah, so, man. Let's let's have, let's have an intervention. Let's talk about it. So he's a nice, Sit he's on a the nice couch. gentleman. Sit on the- <laughs> yeah, nice it's like gentleman. no, he's he's a nice gentleman. I'm talk in his fantasy league. You know what I mean? And uh Mr. Austin Eckler, dude, what where where were you this fuck? year? I mean you got hurt, but dude, you didn't even come close to what you've done. I'm super disappointed in that. I mean, I don't know what 
I don't know. You got a new coach coming. I don't know if he's even going to be there next year. I mean, who the hell knows with his situation and what's going to go on in there. But, dude, you go yeah. from that, that in fantasy world, that top top five. 10 pick. You're in that first yeah, top round, five. top five. I would say five, five, yeah, top five, sure. top six, yeah. You know, he's what, top top two, three running backs to go. I mean, come on, man. And, dude, gone, like non-existent. He is part of the reason why I lost this year. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He got hurt and then never came back. So, Thank you. Did you Mr. did you look at where Boston he finished? Eckler. Did you look at where? No, he I don't even want to know. I, I want nothing to he, do with it. I don't even want. I mean, to know I, honestly, it wasn't as bad. I mean, considering he's he's out for three games, mind you. Um, so this does take part of it. But uh, why? Uh, I almost said wide receiver, running back twenty six in PPR. I thought Dude, look where he was from the other I years. It was, I thought it was going to be like in the thirties, like thirty five, is what I was thinking. Um, I can see that. That's so yeah, bad for, enough for, for so me. So for the career, so let's just put it this way: for the career, um, so last year he was in P- full PPR. Last year he was running back one, uh, running back two in 2021, which is obviously behind McCaffrey, I believe. CMC, I believe CMC was the, or no, it might have been Henry, or yeah, Henry could have been it for sure. Or Henry was uh, definitely Jonathan, up or there. Jonathan Taylor. It could have been Taylor too, in 2021. So he had a similar season to the one. Yeah. Was it yes, Jonathan I Taylor? think you're right. Jonathan yes. Taylor. That's when he brought busted I think out. It was everybody drafted him. And then everybody drafted Jonathan Taylor really high in 2022 and he didn't do as well. He got injured also too. But yep. anyways, um, I digress. So in 2020, he was uh, running back 26. So up until basically 2021 and 2022, he had out, two outliers. And then in 2019, he was at number four. So there's only three out of the six seasons yep. that he's been a running back where he's been above 25, actually. So, yeah. I just yeah, think everybody's, I, I, bro, everybody's it, expecting it, it. The draft stock was there, dude. You're, you're, oh, you're 1,000%. One. I was, got, trust dude, me, I, I had mean, him in a couple leagues, no too, bro. There's no excuse to this. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. Like, you got to be kidding me, I said. I'm like, bro, like. There's no fucking Not what I put it all into. Dude, as soon as I saw that, I knew my I was going to have a struggle all year because of that. But thank God James James Cook did help me on this end. That's what I'm saying. Like kind of played in that league. It was really worth it. But he was a he killed me a little bit, bro. Yeah. That was definitely not where I needed him. And then well go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh go no, sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'm like, and I don't even want to talk about him anymore, but there's one other person that I have to go <laughs> before you pick your second one that yeah. I had talked super highly about and the receipts are there was Mr. Uh-oh. Calvin Ridley. I thought yes, he was going to have yes, one hell of a freaking oh, year. Yeah. I was super high on his stock with Ahmad, Ahmad St. Brown. Those, those are my two wide receivers. On record, I said, these are the two I'm going heavy in. St. Brown finished number three. I nailed that one pretty freaking good. Yeah. Uh, Ridley? Who no, I don't think that was just Ridley was, there's, a, there's a lot of people on St. Brown. But Ridley, you definitely were. You yeah. were a high guy on Ridley. I think I, don't know I was high on him. I'm like... Dude, coming off his, you know, gambling issue, whatever, nice year rested. Um, the Jaguars beat the Chargers last year in the playoffs. You know, they had a lot of momentum going in there. Like, you know, big under, like, now you got this nice, quick, fast, fast wide receiver. And I'm like, dude, where are you? <laughs> and, and Evan Ingram played better than you at the end. I mean, like, you know, come I on. I mean, ever, dude, dude Evan like, Ingram, was he was a beast this year, man. He, yeah, um, I, I looked super, it up. 10 times better. Yeah, I looked up. I think it's uh, running back. I'm going to look it up. Give me two seconds. No, Evan Ingram, um, tight, tight end, tight end, tight end. You're saying, no, I know. Ingram. Tight, yeah, Not Evan ETN. Ingram. 
Yeah. Oh, you, oh, it's it's yeah. I'm about, I'm sorry. I was gonna say. Well, he also yeah. had Evan Ingram. Um, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Evan Ingram had a great year. That's what he said. Ingram. So he's yeah. tight end number two for the year in PPR two. Sheesh. That's what I'm saying. So that's that's where a lot that's of the. Insane. I mean, dude, he had some games in in full PPR. Ingram, this is. He had a 32 point game. He had a 23 point two game. He had a lot of teens. Um. Another twenty three point nine game. I mean, he Evan Ingram had some beasts. He's got a lot of targets, dude. One game he had fifteen fucking targets in one game for Evan Ingram. Fifteen targets, ten Big. receptions. Another game he Big. had he had twelve twelve targets, eleven catches, and two touchdowns. I mean, it's like damn, damn, dude's dude's a beast, bro. I'm telling you, man. Like, I I don't know, man. They're very, 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 very like under the radar tight end that people have like, you look back, you're like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, the giants let him go and then literally resurrected his career down in Jacksonville out of all the places too, Jacksonville, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, look at this guy. got T T law and all this ETN. And then, like I said, then Ridley just like, you could have just stayed out another year. It would have made it easier for me not to pick you. (laughs) So after that long rant, that was it. Matt. Who you got? What's your next one? All right. Um, so yeah, let's just up into like 2024, man. Let's think forward. We're already about 35 right. minutes in. Let's let's just kind of go. We'll hit these fairly quickly, man. Uh, I'm worried, man. There's a couple of people that finished the season definitely in a challenging spot. Uh, they weren't performing, which is part of the reason why I got bounced out of the, the leagues that I got bounced out of and, and lost some of the, the, the ships that I had going on. Uh, Stefan Diggs, man. Uh, definitely worried about him. The last five games, he did not show up at all. It looks like that marriage might be broken between him and Josh Allen. Uh, I didn't look at the stats for the game uh, that just just happened because I got home and we jumped on. I had some stuff to do and then we jumped on. So uh, I'll pull those up later. But there's you know Diggs's brother talking shit about get him out of you know get him out of Buffalo. Um, I believe it's the end of his contract this year too. So or he's got one year left after this, but he could probably force a trade if he really wanted to. Um, not looking good. I mean, especially with them running more too. That I didn't even talk about. So part of this is like obviously, you know, Josh Allen and him look like they're off, you know, on different pages at, at times. But then it also has to do with like they're running more. So there's a lot of less. Yeah, passing, James Cook came in. Less opportunities. The ball can only go to one person at a time. You know, it's not like you can split the ball in two pe- to two people. So um, that's one that's got me definitely a little bit more uh, concerned. I wouldn't say. Highly concerned. He still finished wide receiver nine for this season, but he's 30 years old. You know, it's like, is he starting to slow down a little bit? You know, like, what does his future look like? If he's not, if he, if he leaves Buffalo, it could be a great thing. He could go somewhere else. Who knows where he could go? But then it's also, you don't know who his quarterback's going to be. And he's been so good in Buffalo. That's, he basically made him uh, Stephon Diggs. Um, so yeah, just, just a little bit, not like I'm freaking out, like panicking, not going to sell. It's just a matter of, you know, I'm like, hmm. Might be something to keep my eye on. Um, you yep. know, if there's a right offer or somebody wants to make an offer, it'd be something that something that I would consider moving off of uh, for you know future capital um, and to maybe get a little bit younger. Somebody wants to let's put it this way: let's say somebody's going in next year, a season starts, dig starts off strong, and somebody wants to throw like a, a draft pick in 2025 to get them, or even this draft season, I'd be open to considering, depending on what the pick was. So, uh, Stefan Diggs is a, yeah, for sure. That I'm a, a little bit. My my ears are up, but I'm not freaking out yet. I'm with you on that one, dude. I like that. That's a, actually a great one. Um, I want to go with uh, 
I had him in my few of my leagues, and it's crazy because I ended up sitting this gentleman, even though he was on fire, for another great guy. Uh, so Tua, I had Tua, and I had the other amazing dude down in Texas, the other quarterback. You know what I'm talking about? In Texas? You said in Texas. Yes. Stroud. I had Stroud oh, and Tua yeah, yeah, yeah. on my team, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, you know what? We well, said, you said Tua. I thought you said Tua. The I had Tua and then he went to I Texas. Stroud. Got it, got it. Got yeah, it. those were my two. Could, the Tua threw like, me off. Because it was like Tua yeah, and Tua Florida. was my starter. And then, you know what? I was going to give you, you know, shit about your geography. Drops. I was going to say, dude, you know your geography. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm worried about Tua a little bit, dude. Besides the cold weather BS that he can't handle, clearly. He has yeah. no... He, they couldn't do anything yesterday. But... You know, well, he dude, w- w- he started off on fuck wants fire. To play th- it was negative thirty degree weather, dude. I mean, let's just be. I, I know. I, I there's agree. Two, there's two teams on the on the field. I get that. One team won. One team didn't. Dude, I would shrivel up like a little grape if that were me. I'd be like, yeah, we're good. Like, I'll go to Cancun, like, or wherever, somewhere in fucking Aruba. Like, I don't know. Not not to make excuses. They're professional football players. They get paid a lot of money to do what they do. Um, but I mean, I don't know. You work outside in some cold ass weather. I'm sure. Like all shit, day, dude. yeah. So I guess I'm preaching the crier. Hey, like, listen, like deal with it. I do. Listen, it it, co- it comes <laughs> with the territory, bro. But like True. I said, man, like started off no, so hot, it. dude. I like, get it. Throw, slinging the ball, looking better, and then like at the end, he just like did not look like the same Dolphins. Like the beginning well, to the end of the season it was just two different feels. Like my opinion. Yeah. I I mean. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have, yeah, like, and it affects everybody, too. So, it's like Hill, Waddle, you know, like, concerned about Waddle. You're concerned about, you know, uh, Tua. Tua's not even, they haven't re- they haven't signed him to a long-term contract. So, it's like, what does that look like for him? You know, are they going to stick with him? What's the conversation? I mean, you know, there's also, you know, conversations about whether or not they can actually finish. Because they did something similar last year where, like, they were doing great. Not as great as this year. But they still were looking really good last year, and then also they just last end of the season they just like slowed down. People either figured them out or they just didn't have the same attitude. And it's like, is it? Can they continue? You know, is this is this going to be like one of these like the team that never that had all this potential but just never lived up to this potential kind of deal? So um, I think yeah, Miami, no, could, um, Miami in general could probably be a headline there, right? Who who are you most worried about? Miami, right? Uh, Miami's the, definitely in there. There's a couple people like Mostert. I think you could have even said Mostert was like a big surprise. I don't think anybody expected him to last the whole entire season without getting injured. Um, and he, he was dominant all season, dude. Like, you know, he had, he had some crazy games where he, he scored 20 something points or whatever. So um, I'm looking it up right now. I think he was, um, I want to say he was, he was high up there as far as the running back, whatever. So I'll look it up in a minute when we're not, going but uh no, yeah, that's fine miami's good dude um miami's a good one what else you got you got anything else you want to throw out there as uh, far as like who, you, who, who are you worried about in 2024 i know you're not really in a lot of dynasty leagues um which is why we need to get you in some more yeah. um but um i don't know man i did uh I gotta be honest with you, Cincinnati bro like my team in general Ooh. i got a little questions Ooh. because um yeah not so to... look burrow's ha- Burrow's health, super, like, every year I got a headache worrying about either appendicitis, an ankle, a rib, dude, you know, like, a it's hand. Crazy. I'm like, dude, like, 
granted, you know, this dude Browning looked cool, great, but you know, we're so invested in this gentleman. Super, 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 like kind of honestly, like it's a general concern with Burrow's health. Can yeah. he stay a full season healthy? Seriously, so it's a huge is part of, a full, thing. A full season is part of it, but I also the other part is like he. This is what is this third year in, in the NFL. He has never had right. one full off season where he has not been healthy. Where he's where he's actually been healthy. Sorry, every off season that he's had since the moment he came into the NFL, he was already injured. The season right. last season he was injured. Last this past season in 2023, he was also injured in the off season as well. Appendicitis. Um, Correct. Yeah, I mean, is he going to be that injury prone? quarterback that's like there's always something you know he just can't whatever it is he doesn't treat his body i don't know what it is i don't want to they're all different injuries so it's not like it's the same injury over, over and over again and it's you know something to do with that but yeah definitely i'm with you, you dude you obviously saw how many how many fantasy players that impacted by having him not in the game like you know higgins was a bust because of it you know you had chase was good at times not so good at times like definitely more roller coaster with chase um you know, and then had even the running game was, was hampered by it too. Uh, he did well. He did. He had a great. He had a really good season, though. He really who, did. Who did. Joe Mixon you, played. You cut out Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon he, played towards the end. He well did, but year. at the beginning, of this like the beginning, in the middle of the season, it wasn't that strong. He came off the, at the towards the end, back in the yeah. season. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like we needed something to look at positive. I guess you out of the season. That's why I'm, I guess I'm going with because like Higgins is gone most likely. Because we can't can afford everyone, him. especially they with Jamar's contract. Him. They can give him that, yeah. But, like, dude, I, I don't know, man. Like, health is my concern. There's a couple holes that we need to fill. But, I mean, like I said, I, I, I got to be honest with you. Burrow is a huge deal. Higgins is a, de- qu- you know, question mark and, like, a few other people. So, here's another crazy thing. And the same thing happened. At different different quarterbacks. So, don't take it this way because I'm not saying that Burrow is equivalent sure. to this. Danny Dimes. So like Burrow just got paid. Danny Dimes just got paid. Yes. Look at, look, look at like, and, and again, this is one season. So I'm not trying to take one season and amplify it to like 30. Right. And say that like he's done, but I'm like, it's one of those things where like, you know, you do really well. And then like, is there something to do with like the fire that you got? And all of a sudden Danny only had Danny Dimes only had one good season. I, you could argue Burrow had two before, before, well, three before he really got paid, right? So he's going in his third. Yeah, we and paid. we made the Super Bowl. We lost in the yeah. Super Bowl. Oh, no, we at least made the 100%. Super Bowl. So there was value that they saw in him, and they paid him, which they should have. But then he having these issues. So yeah, I mean now now what, the reason I'm bringing up is like now you got this thing where like if he can't stay healthy, and this is kind of the course of his career, or like you hope it's not, but if it is, like they got so much money invested in him, where like you're just like oh fuck, like this could be detrimental, you know? And yeah, you got Chase's contract we- coming up next year. Yep, hundred percent. I mean, people gotta get paid. They gotta keep the line healthy. Gotta keep the defense too. It's like it's a huge juggling act. Let's put it that yeah. way. I mean, like, yeah. Which is why I don't think so, they're gonna franchise. I don't think they're gonna franchise Higgins. I think they'll let him go. And I think they're, no. gonna, draft, they're gonna draft like probably two two wide receivers, and to say like for sure, know, put a lot of money and investment into that. To go back real quick, yeah, Zorheem Mostert finished as a running back five in four okay. this year. Number five. Yep. Nobody saw love that coming. it. Nobody saw that coming. This is very true. Because everybody thought he'd be injured, which is fair. All right. We're at, let's say, almost 50 minutes. Let's get through this. We're going to do who you excited about. Hit this quick, and we'll exit out and hit the hit the outro and get the fuck out. And you can go do your thing. Figure out if you got to work tomorrow in the snow and cold yeah, and man. bullshit. Love it. And then I'll be able to catch some of the game to finish it off. So why don't you start off? Why don't so, you kick us off? 
All right, so I kind of touched on the one was was Puka. Obviously, I want to see what he can if he can continue and his success. And I would love to see him keep growing and break more records. That's definitely one touch on him. And then the other one, this gentleman also I had in my fantasy to help me bring me to the playoffs was Mr. Tank Dell. Unfortunate, horrible, gruesome injury, but. Hopefully recovers better and keeps on rocking. You know what I mean? Let's let's go. You know, like I'm excited. I mean, the Stroud, Dell, like dude, young quarterback, coach, or like that whole the Texans. I I put you know what? Screw. It. I'm excited to see what the Texans do in 24. That's okay, what I'm okay. saying. I'm a right. I'm a fan of 24 Texans. How's that? Just no, see. I I love it, dude. And honestly, like yes, it was a gruesome injury, but broken bones are easier to heal than like ACL and ligament damage yes. you know what i mean so it's like you never yep. want injury on anybody but it's like listening to just like analysts and doctors like broken broken bones like they heal like that's not and then it's just a matter of you getting over the fear of breaking it again which is more of a mental thing versus acl and mcl and both mcl acl and then achilles that has to do with like that changes your speed your muscle like all that stuff can affect how fast you are how good you are a broken leg will not do that. So, um, or multiple broken like bones, but, um, yeah, that's a great one, dude. I mean, dude, he, he can honestly between him and Pua and CJ, they're all kind of skyrocketing at the same time. I would say tank probably at that point was probably a little bit higher. Like as far as how people were looking at him, because Puka really kind of took off when, um, what's his name? Cooper cup went out of the lineup and then Puka yes. took off. He like, but the beginning of the season, he wasn't a skyrocket. I feel like, you don't have to look it up to look at actually the dates in the games, but I feel like Tank took off a little bit earlier and was a little more consistent. And then Puka yes. fucking just skyrocketed. Yes. And then like week four, week five, he just like took off like a rocket. Yeah, man. Um, I love it. Got a, so yes, I, I, <laughs> Texans. <laughs> Texans, I love it. Texans and Puka. Puka, Puka, Puka. Um, yeah, so how, how, so, okay, we're going to talk really quickly. So projected into next year, where do you see, and we're going to start talking more. I'm going to start challenging more on this too. Thinking about, and if you want to take a minute to think about it while I look at, while I talk through my most excited players, it's only two. I just had them two quick ones, not big. But sure. Guess who could be something big. Um, where, what wide receiver position would you see drafting Puka next year? Like wide receiver X, what? Oof. So that that is that. a good question. I'll let yeah. You think let, about me, that. let me think. Take a minute to know. I'll let you kind of digest that and, and mull it over. Uh, so two players that sure. I'm, that I'm excited about and for different reasons. So, Tajay Spears, um, excited. I'm hoping, you know, that with the King gone, I'm hoping he looks good towards the end of the year. I don't know if, how much you'd paid attention. He's on a couple of my leagues. So like for that reason, I was able to, to catch it, but he was sharing workload kind of like, wasn't really doing much at the beginning of the season, a little bit here and there. And then they really started to give him a little bit more workload at the, at the very end of the season. I don't know if it was, they tr- were trying to see what they had in him. I don't know if it was, and I know obviously Henry was like banged up and like, just like everybody else is banged up. But he looked damn good, dude. Like, he looked pretty damn good. Henry's projected not to be in Tennessee anymore come next year. So it looks like it could be the Tajay Spears show. And from what he showed this past season, he could he could be really good. I, you know, I'd, I'd say, you know, without looking at, you know, draft picks coming in, you never know what could happen. But in the current state, I would not be surprised if he's a top 15 running back. You know, maybe a top, sure. top 12-ish, 12 to 15 call it. I could see that easily, you know, a borderline edge of uh, running back one. Uh, I could easily see that. So I, I have him as one. The other one that I've got is Isaiah Likely. Um, 
he came out a couple of years ago um, out of uh, Coastal Carolina. Um, so I'd watched him actually in college, a couple of games with him in college. Um, big guy, very athletic, big guy, has a lot of speed to him. Um, but then he went to Baltimore and it's like, of course, you know, Mark Andrews. So how much playing time is he going to get? Um, and all that kind of came to fruition and Mark is still kind of, I think Mark is like 26, 27. So he's, he's not old, he's not young, but it's not like he's going to hand over the baton right away to Isaiah likely or a rookie or a second year guy. And then Mark Andrews goes down and you see over the past four or five games, you know, you see Isaiah likely just, just literally take that baton and run with it, man. And, and you start to see a little bit more of his athleticism, what he can bring to the table. Um, you know, he's, like I said, he's big. Um, but then he's also like pretty athletic for how big he is. Like you would not project him to be, you know, that athletic given his, his size. He's 6'4", 241 pounds. So height wise, not that big, but he's, he's stocky. He's a big guy. Right. Um, right. Coastal Carolina, like I said, basically these are after the buy, these are PPR fantasy points per game. So the last five games, and that includes week, week 18, which nobody plays fantasy week 18, but I'll include it anyways. Here's his fantasy points production, all f- full PPR. So week 14, 19.3. In Jacksonville, week 15, 18. San Francisco, week 16, who was really good defense, great defense, great against the tight ends, 8.6 points. Then he went to Miami, or sorry, at home versus Miami for the 17. So this is a championship for fantasy football, week 17, 18.2 points. And then if he did play for some stupid reason in, in week 18, he did 11.10. So up into that, up into the bye, he really didn't do anything. It was like kind of like mediocre, if anything. But like he took off at the end. And you're talking seven targets, one game, six, four, three, two. I mean, he had a lot of productions. He had touchdowns. So like um, Lamar started looking at him, you know, in the end zone, throwing him for touchdowns. So I'm really excited to see, you know, I'd be interested to see when Mark Andrews comes back, if they start to do a two tight end set if they run them both at the same time, what that kind of dynamic looks like, or this could be an opportunity for them to walk away from a big contract with Mark Andrews, let him eventually go. And then he is likely as like the next second coming. So yeah. So yeah, no, I like, I like that. Came in last year. I liked him a lot, but with his draft capital where he went specifically, I was kind of worried about him. Um, and it's finally starting to pick up this year and it could be really awesome for the future. So Isaiah likely. Love it. So I, I love got, that, man. bro. We talked initially when we came on, man, about doing a, a quick pod. It's been 54 minutes already. So <laughs> so I'm going to answer your question. So Puka, right? Yeah, Puka. Where, where do you ha- see him? Where he... would you, where, where, if you were to do rankings, where would you rank him for next year, 2024? So like if I had to put him in like a draft spot for like a redraft, you're saying? Like you want me to put yeah, him in like something like that? Just like wide receivers though. Just specific to wide receivers. Wide receiver? Yeah. Like five, all right, all right. I, I like put him at like the fifth, like the five, like the five spot sounds pretty good. You're probably so not. You in, might you're lay... probably not including rookies. So say five no, to ten, like, well, five to ten, maybe five, five eight. Yeah, I I can see like you know what I mean, like around that because oh he's proven it. Like I, I, yeah, like he's already a proven commodity, dude, and he's he's only gonna grow, become stronger and faster and better. I mean, like you know, I mean, this is his like inaugural year, so he's only gonna learn. And you could see well, he learns very quickly too, like uh, in dude, his he's own. He's super bro. smart. Yeah, he's super smart. And I think what people don't realize, so rookies don't really have an off season, so like they don't really have an opportunity with the draft, with the combine. They're literally not. They're they're getting their their bodies in shape for different things, and it's not for football. 
it's for being in underwear, talking. They're like, you know, they're doing all the interview process. They're what are the right things to say? What are the tests to do? Like they're they're constantly in school, so not really on the off season focusing on weightlifting. How do you get your your body stronger, smarter? Like that's not what their goal yeah. is during rookie. Like literally rookie off season. You talk to any rookies their second year, they're like, oh wow, you know, between my rookie year and between my second year, I actually had a full off season to train to practice, to work with my skill team, whatever that is to like actually get better at what I do in my craft. So you're right. You yes. could skyrocket year two. So like the fact that he's That's... doing this good in year one with none of that, basically just raw talent is kind of insane. Yeah, dude, I, 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 I'm Think telling of... you, man, like I can see him, but bro, bro, I can see him like that early second round come around. Like in a, if it's like a 12 team, like full PPR type feel for yeah. sure. Well, like okay. easily so think about it this easily way, right? put them in there. So put yourself in their shoes. We're going to go through the whole rookie off season, right? So you're prepping for the, you're, you're doing the combine, you're doing the senior bowl. Then you do the combine. Then you do some, some prepping for interviews, right? Or after the combine, you're doing interviews, you're getting ready for the draft. You know, you're focusing on the draft and like the right things to say. You're constantly having these conversations. Then you have a draft in April. Then you get drafted. Then you have to fly out to wherever the fuck you're going, forget where you're going to live, how you're going to live. Like, think about just like completely living out of a suitcase or whatever it is that you're doing for a year while you're yes. also trying to adapt to a new city, new friends, new team, new expectations, first round draft pick, whatever you are. I mean, I know Puka was a fifth round, but I mean, it's like still, like they all go through the same process. Like the amount of overload, you're learning, learning a playbook, you're learning a whole new system. Like all that shit is like insane to think that like they have two months to do all that. You know, hundred I mean, percent. Like, it's like kind of crazy. It's quick. It. it like hits you like a like a like a like a fastball coming right at you, dude. There's nothing you can oh, do. Oh, that's all they're doing <laughs> is like reading the playbook and like figuring out like plays and like going to practice and like learning their coaches' names. I mean, all that shit, dude. Yeah, it's got me nuts. So, yeah. So year two, so I'm excited. So to there see you where go. Go. All right, man. Good answer. Yeah, I love man. it. We got it. And listen, we got a receipt for that too, bro. So you can uh, <laughs> you can add that. We're one gonna to we're gonna start. Yeah, I'm gonna start putting bro. these downs. Is like we'll we'll do a pod. <laughs> We'll do a pod, and, and maybe this is with the two of us, and maybe we'll get James in here too, and we'll do like sure. yeah yeah it, we'll do like um, biggest bets, and we'll kind of like we'll throw out like some big bets, and we'll put dollars on them. We'll make some fun out of this shit. Yeah, man, I'm down with All that. Right. Always. All right, brother. Well, you got Matt. anything else before we close it out? No, man. It's good to hear your voice and get us back out in here, bro. We need to get the consistency. So hopefully this week we can get another jump on again and uh, yes, continue on, brother. Yeah, we'll talk off uh, off pod. We'll figure out another day uh, minimum. We're gonna do two days a week. That's our goal. That's not even a goal anymore. I'll go, I'll jump on with my damn self. I just we need to get back in the habit of doing it. So uh, we'll yeah, jump man. on uh, Pat Matt show Pat Matt Riffy. Uh, and until next it. time, peace. We're out. Later. Adios.